Hey, Penning Pals, you're listening to part two of our Serenity Commentary. If you want to listen to part one, head back to your podcatcher or to enningpending.com. Uh, if you are watching along with us, you can go ahead and get your movie queued up to hour one, zero minutes and 28 seconds, starting now. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. Is that Earth? Is that Earth Prime? Um, It's hard. It It is hard to say. That looked like Moon I think Prime. it's Miranda. Yeah. Oh. oh, sorry. Miranda's a planet. Spoiler. Spoilers. Spoiler. Oh, she's bleeding. Mm. Reverse. It's like she wakes up they're in a connected coke closet. somehow. It's just from like, and maybe this is like intentional. It's just that like, and. It, <laughs> Maybe and this maybe speaks to why like the lack of Asian representation is so like potent, but like the actors are white. Everything else is Asian inspired. That mm-hmm. bottle was Asian inspired. The language on the graphic on Jane's shirt right now is Asian, like some kind of Asian script. Like all the warning signs and the the labels on the doors are in. It well, make, it I, makes, it's supposed to be like uh, like Japanese hiragana. Uh, I think like that's what it's reading as to me. I can read hiragana. Uh, it's like a it's like a uh, like poor poorly transcribed hiragana. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're they're yeah, you're right. They're all white. They're wearing like you know what what. What is commonly called Mandarin collar shirts? Mm-hmm. They they got uh, it just, uh, it, Chinese and or like a mixture of um, different Asian yeah. languages on all the shit. She just karate chopped her brother in the throat and kicked him there too. She's in weapon mode. It she's makes James gun, she's which is very triggered. It makes the lack of Asian representation feel intentional. Yeah. And that's the part where it's like, are you just telling a story about these white people living in an Asian world? Because we haven't seen any of, of like, like, what are you? What? Hey, Joss, what are you trying to say? (laughs) What are you trying to say? That's not, I just hired all my buddies. And my buddies happen to be white. Or at least Western. Quick, say Edekor Nashme. I'm going to be like trying to determine what Asian script is on every warning label now. Like there was one that. Please do. <laughs> there was one that looked Korean to me. <laughs> The show had a dialogue expert for this exact kind of thing. Like, I would have to assume they would do, like, a pan through on things and be like, hey, that's not Chinese. That's not Mandarin. I don't know enough about Chinese to know if it share. Like, I know for a fact that uh, Japanese and Chinese do share characters. Mm-hmm. They're pronounced differently and they, like, they frequently mean different things. I know that they do share characters. Um, so like, 
there might be more going on here than I am smart enough to understand, but there's definitely multiple languages happening in the signage, for sure, 100%. That that sticker looks like it was in Arabic to me. <laughs> that was not uh that was not Japanese or so Chinese they, for they're sure. They're arriving at Haven and shit seems bad. That looks like stock footage of like an oil refinery on fire. I, I don't know if it is, but I don't think that was stock footage. There was like a spaceship burn. Through the center of the, the they field. can do a lot of things with. The I magic think they might have made it a well. It could have been a composite. I mean, it, they could have built this whole set. I don't know, but it looked to me like there is a, a ton of budget here. Regardless, I will say that. Oh like, yeah. Oh it, oh, the budget is much more substantial. Oh no, oh, the little boy who welcomes books. them is dead. Yeah, it's Haven and Shepherd Butts. Oh books no, the swing set on fire is really gripping, evocative. Oh, our guy, Shepard Book. Oh, no. We just learned so much about him and so, had some clarity. Un- unrelated to book dying, uh, Jane having a different big gun that's not Vera bugs me a little bit. <laughs> sure. They probably, I wish it was Vera. They probably decided they could make the gun look like cooler. Nothing's cooler than Vera. I agree, but I'm saying like with their new highfalutin fancy budget, sure. they probably said like, we can make a better gun. Well, I don't want to see Shepherd Book die. Ah, oh, that's a that's a trope that we talked about a lot. Yeah, I was putting my tongue very much. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever you believe, just believe it. Like, this is why I don't think he's a Christian. Yeah, I, I mean it. that specifically you. just makes him feel like a plot device for Mal to dig in his heels deeper and whatever he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, like the idea of of what you just said of him, like not being a Christian and not like, I look to be bored by many of you more sermons, like would have been like far more poignant to be like, I've got no more sermons to tell. Like that's, that's, this is the end. Like, obviously I don't want him dead, but like, 
I will say during the show, I said I wanted one of the crew dead. He is obviously no longer a member of the crew, but he is though, he buddy. He's he a yes, you. He yes, you are. <laughs> I like that Jane was the one who figured that bit out with like Zoe there. It does. I like. This is a great convo. Sorry to interrupt you, Ronnie. Yeah, no. incredibly convoluted in like a compelling way I love the agent. It's he's very good. I'm like, I'm wishing. I mean, obviously, this is like this film is a lot about retconning and like I'm wishing that we met him before. Mm-hmm. Like I'm wishing that the assassin at, in the final episode. A lot of people have brought this up. It, yeah. it just it just feels like it fits. the bounty hunter. Not just because they're both black actors, but like it fits that like they have these rule sets. They have these like troubled pasts. I'm a monster. I don't belong among people anymore. Like mm-hmm. it would have been nothing for that person to be commissioned by the alliance to like track down River when River like spun him around and gave him such a hard time. I I love this bit here where like the the agent said like Mal you're a human of course you care I'm a monster though and Mal is now commanding the crew to do shit like strap bodies to the hull of their ship and cut it up and put paint on it to make it look like a reaver ship and they're accusing him of desecrating bodies and being a monster right It's kind of that idea of, like, knowing your enemy and, like, how far are you willing to go? Like, he, the, the enemy is willing to go as far as possible, and you're never going to be able to compete with that until you are able to match your enemy and how, like, how much is that worth it? Jesus. That's dark. Yeah. Skeletons on the front of the ship. Making it look like a reaver ship. It's very upsetting to see Serenity look like this, too. Like, it is jarring for the crew, and it is jarring for us, the audience, who have fallen in love with this ship. Yeah. Uh, I do like that they took Book's gun emplacement and strapped it on top. Yeah. I was going to say, that didn't look like it was, like... I mean, the camera focused on it, so it was like bringing attention to it. But it's like that's not stock. That's not stock serenity. 
There was some uh, like text in the background that might have been Arabesh. <laughs> Ooh, I don't. I like. I didn't see it for long enough. It. I mean, I. If that is the case, I assume it was intentional. Yeah, of uh, course. Like, like that they said they did a little like Star Wars jokey joke in there, but uh, it wasn't wasn't a language I recognize certainly, uh, and I've seen Arabesh written before. Oh, so they're going through Reaver space now and hearing like the screams of victims. Incredibly dark. I mean, I haven't seen enough of it to make a judgment yet, but like, is this felt to be like far? darker than the show writ large because like the show we talked about had a lot of balance between the dark and the humorous and I feel like I haven't chuckled in a while (laughs) (laughs) but I sure have seen a whole lot of skeletons strapped to a ship yeah it's dark shit dinosaurs dinosaurs Dinosaurs. That's the comic relief is you're just supposed to remember yeah. back to the very first lines of the first episode. Pet peeve again, not um not any more significant in this movie than in any other movie who does literally the same thing. But um once all of the flesh has uh uh decomposed from a uh a, a human body, the skeleton does not hold together in a skeleton shape. Mm, you know, that's fair. like once, like once it's down to a skeleton, all of the bones are just loose bones. Yeah, they applied gorilla glue to each of those individual yes. two hundred and six bones. Yep. Again, I cannot blame this. It's a skeleton. That. I can't spooky. blame this movie for it's that. A it's, movie. it's a movie. It's a spooky yeah. thing no, and just, a spooky I'm movie. Saying, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Interesting. Yeah, I just wish Jane's big machine gun was Vera. Yeah. I love that we're seeing the same space shoots from the show again, though. Yeah. They were a really cool costume in the show, yeah. and they look great here. It's an area where they spent some money, so why not? Mm-hmm. Why do they look so washed out? Cinematography. Because they're good. on Miranda. No, but like I'm, this is mm, the show. Exposure is very high. Yeah, like that, yeah. it not is good. intentional. I I know. Yeah. I I I have to assume they've got two suns on this planet. Sure, lots of light. Still, Haven't seen that before. Still does not look good though. It doesn't look good, is what I'm saying. I don't mind. I, I, I think it's a fine effect to show that it's a weird place. Uh, also, thematically, I think it makes sense for the planet as we're about to learn more fucked up shit about it. Perfectly articulated skeleton. With hair? Yeah. I mean, that actually can happen. Um, That's why I bring it up. You know, I want to learn. <laughs> I I do feel like, 
everyone's gotten a very tactical look, even as the series has gone on. Summer Glau still in a dress, still mm-hmm. in a very like impractical, like flowy gown. She, I hate that Inara doesn't have a weapon. It's really bugging me. When does the bow come into play? Kaylee also doesn't have a weapon. I feel like Inara and Kaylee should have weapons. Yeah, Warp literally back on the ship. Uh oh. Octopus commercial. Kaylee looking very not like Kaylee there. Capitalism, am I right? <laughs> yup. Those those Air Jordans. <laughs> it is horrific. I don't want to take away from that, but it is also like. So I, Kaylee mentioned that it was. She remembers seeing a small, uh, like call for settlers, and. Mal mentioned that, oh, yeah, like, the terraforming didn't take a small colony, died, a few settlers died. This is not a small colony. This is a fucking populated metropolis. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, they're, like, leaving us breadcrumbs and and clues, and I think it's it's pretty good showing, not telling situation. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, that actress. I was gonna um, say, isn't she's that... in American Horror Story and Sarah Paulson, isn't it? I think you're right. I think that's Sarah Paulson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's totally Sarah Paulson. It's the Pax. This must have been early in her career. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a like a bit part in a... This is Christina uh, Hendricks being yeah. in, in, in the series. It is Sarah Paulson yeah. as Dr. Carson. They stopped going to work. That's the beginning of it all. That's the beginning of the collapse of society. Capitalism, am I right? That's how we knew something was wrong. They didn't care about us taking their homes away. This is a I'm I'm 
Oh, I see. this is the Reavers. This is how this is how the Reavers came into existence. Yeah, so the Alliance created like a fucking drug to make people better citizens. Uh, however, it made everyone like so complacent to the okay. fact that they stopped trying to live and they all just let themselves die. But a huge percentage of the population became Reavers. Mm. So that's the big lie that this has is driven movie, River insane. This is the movie Pandorum. I don't well, know what that is. Yeah, I don't oh, know it's a space horror. Okay. Um, well, it is, it, this, is that, this is the plot of that movie, kind of low-key, basically. Uh, the mo- I, I, look, Pandorum is not like a great movie, but I like it because I like space horror. I like that, that genre, but like uh, Earth was not going great, and they sent uh, uh, basically an arc, like a ship out into space, and they gave all the people on the ship this drug that made them like more adaptable to their environment that was supposed to like make them mutate rapidly so that they could adapt to life on another planet. And um, the ship got, as far as we, the audience, know, like sort of like stalled in space. It just got like trapped in space. And so like the drug made people rapidly adapt to life on the ship and they became this like feral like race of humans on the ship. So we should, I have, I own it. We should watch it sometime. I like that river has now confronted this trauma and she's going to get to be like a real actual fucking character now. Well, that's this is to be all seen. I wanted. I will be the, uh, I like how they have little vines well, painted on the walls, like in my grandma's house. Yeah, that was Kaylee. <laughs> I was going to say that had to have been Kaylee. Uh, all of that was there in the show. Also, no, I, I, I remember. Yeah. It's it's more here, though. There's and, like and, and, and to that point, we saw Ryman... Not Ryman. We saw... We've been drinking this whole time. We saw Simon ask River, are you all right? And she looked up and said, yes, I'm all right, which is that indication that she has now confronted this now and is is okay. This has been a healing moment for her. Famous Mal line. I aim to misbehave. Is that not Love in it. the series? No. Really? Yeah. This Interesting. Is only in the movie. Interesting. Okay. I like, I like this juxtaposition. I did not expect this juxtaposition of like the Reavers and the Alliance, and how they are like one and the same threat. Is so okay. Well, yeah. Mal Mal's plan here is going to be compelling. I think you'll you'll like it, Ronnie. Okay. To that point of like the Reavers and the Alliance are the same threat, but I also mean he's going back to to, to David Crumholtz. I'm, I'm a fan of that. Oh, Pandorum came out in 2009. This was first. I know. I guess Pandorum copied. Oh, no. Mr. uh, Universe is captured. Captured? Oh, no. He asked for 30 (gasps) coins just like Judas. Oh, I don't like that. No. 
I hate that very much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the only thing Joss Whedon knows about Christianity. This is the only callback he can make. And also Judaism. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not not great to have the Jewish, Jewish canonically Jewish character literally pull a Judas. Yeah, yeah. To be Uh, fair, though, we don't know his intentions. He could have been trying to pull a Lando, but. The thirty coin is I'm, is a very distinct shout I out. Yeah, they did. That, that Judaism was, that was per- Landoism <laughs> by a bit. Well, also, yeah, like thirty, like thirty specifically. They put that yeah. in there. Yeah, they put that in. No, there that's for, a very specific yeah. shout yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. I love this. I love this scheme. So, so something from the show that we know about Reavers is if you run, it's in their nature to chase you. Right. And we're going to see Mal fucking use this here. I like that this ship looks like a crab. I do like the the crab ship. What's that called? Carcinization. Carcinization, everything. Everything has become crab. On a long enough time scale, everything is crab. So Mal in a space space suit. Uses Book's big fucking gun to shoot a reaver ship, and then they run. So all of the reaver ships follow. Mm. And we, we're seeing an alliance blockade right now. Sure. And with the ion cloud, the good guys can't see in, but the bad guys can't see out. So the, the bad guys don't know what's coming. Mm-hmm. There's Serenity. I love all of the Alliance ship designs. They all look really cool and what interesting. Are, uh, it is very, I mean, I, I, I hate to say that like Star Wars is my only like reference point, but like they do look very different. There's not a ship where I'm like, oh, that's like a, that's a Y wing. That's mm-hmm. a, like, a, it is very like of its own culture. Yeah. Of, of all of the Alliance kinda. ships are different, but they have a distinct feel right. and symmetry and style. And all of the Reaver ships look interesting. They, yeah. The Reaver ships all look like Mad Max. Yeah. And Mel using the Reaver ships to run the Alliance blockade. Very fun. Very cool. Is that from here? Yes. That is. Wash saying, I believe, from the Wind Watch, how I saw is from the movie. It's, it's not said in the so show. It's so interesting, the levels of, like, of quotes that I just associate with Firefly exclusively being with this with with Serenity with mm-hmm. the Firefly movie. A lot of people saw the movie and didn't see the show. It's interesting. I guess I mean it, that makes sense. Like that's. Do you think that this? I mean, this is maybe a discussion for later. But do you think the movie was like a backdoor pilot to a season two or? Um. Or was I, it just like, this is our last-ditch effort to tell the story we want to tell? I think a little of column A, a little of column B. Sure. I think if they had been able to do more, they would have. Yeah. But um, I also think it was, you know, the crew and the team leaving everything on the court and saying, if we don't get any more of this ever again, we're happy here. Yeah. Because it really, it, like, the movie is here to wrap up the Alliance and the Reavers in a big yeah. way. <laughs> Love this like escape this. pod. The escape pod slide. Yeah. Yeah. 
It reminds me of Halo. I feel like Master Chief For is sure. always shooting the planets in little sure. little one man escape pods. It feels to me like any like Google esque business right now, or like uh, employer where it's like we've if you want to leave work, you gotta take the slide. <laughs> we've got a fun culture here. I love how a lot of the Reaver ships, like, they maybe don't necessarily have guns, but they have, like, fucking harpoons, and then they just swing shit. Yeah. It's very silly, very fun. You missed the I'm a Leaf on the Wind Watch how I saw her. Wash has oh, been saying that this I whole know. time. I, I, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, know I didn't know. I didn't know it was from this. Uh-huh. He, all the dinosaurs dinosaurs mantra, he's all I didn't, I didn't himself. I didn't miss it, miss it though. <laughs> I did. Fair. I know. I will say something I wanted to say earlier was that like uh, Jane checking that everyone's strapped in. Oh, what a good boy. He's a good boy. I will say that like and that means Jane, he didn't get strapped in. With Jane taking a larger role, it does seal a bit from Zoe. And we already talked about how Zoe, as like a quote-unquote first mate, didn't really have like an official duty on this ship. Mm-hmm. Other than being like, yeah, Mal, you tell him. Yeah, Zoe could have been the one checking that everyone's strapped mm-hmm. in, but they mm-hmm. gave that in to that Jane. one moment. Yeah. Like they really want to elevate Jane, and I do like that. But like, what are you giving to Jane other than or uh, to Zoe, other than like backing up Wash, other than being wife, other than she, making him a not good wife she, guy? She's had a couple of lines that are like Mal's veteran friend, but mm-hmm. like really, they've been giving more of that to Jane. And I, I completely agree with you, Ronnie. That yeah. Zoe in the movie has kind of been robbed of the little bit that she had going on in the show, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. I like <laughs> if I could be outside the outside the movie for a moment, <sighs> thinking about Alan Tudyk and then being the direction, just being like, "Hey, the ship's grinding along." Just kind of shake your head around a little bit, like seeing the ship get really fucked do up, a, hurts. Do a, do a it curve, emotionally do, hurts. Like throw yourself, yeah, around throw yourself around a little bit there, Alan Tudyk. Yeah, no, seeing Serenity get fucked up is not fun. It does, like this is like kind of the wait, last wait. What was that? The Reavers just chucking big shit. Oh no, not Wash! I knew, I knew that was coming, so I didn't want to say anything. I don't want. Is he? he that man's dead. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> so it wouldn't be very expensive to make season two a fire. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cheaper. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that was such a shock to me. Y'all oh. played that so elegantly against me and I, not spoiling that. Yeah. Inara's got her fucking bow. Finally. Wash is dead now. There's nothing yeah. left Wash to live dead. for. Yeah, Wash is dead. So uh, I have seen this movie, although I think I saw the movie without having seen the show, and in spite of Joss Whedon's best intentions, I didn't fucking know what was going on. Like nothing, none of this. No, made sense I can't to imagine me. you would yeah. have. Hey, so, listeners, spoilers I, for ten minutes ago, but Wash is gonna die. Don't watch <laughs> anymore if you don't want to see Wash. Die. I I have heard from quite a few people who saw the movie first, loved it, and went back to watch the show. And I've I've talked to people who have only seen the movie, hold it in high regard, and have never seen the show. I don't know that I 
I like. I, I don't. It's weird. I, I think that's weird. But I I could see watching oh, the movie. Jane hasn't even bigger gun now. I need to point out. It's fucking huge. That's like something Cable would have in nineties mm-hmm. X Men. I could see watching the movie. Lots the, of boob, lots of cleavage action there in a very tactical suit from Inara. The crew has only just found out that Wash is dead. And um, Mel, or I, I heard Joss say that it was very intentional to like not give the crew time to grieve because he didn't want the audience to have time to grieve. He just Fuck wanted you, to Joss go grieving. from the next set piece to the next set piece. Uh-huh. We get the grenades call back again, which sure. is fun. But uh, I don't know if I agree with that decision. I think we kind of need fully time to grieve. Fully, Wash. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, we we ha- we didn't have time to to grieve Shepherd Book. We we had a little bit of time to grieve Shepherd Book. I feel like. I guess yeah, Jane the pace did moved have like slightly yeah. slower after that, but only slightly. Jane only did have a line slightly. of like my buddy Shepherd Book once told me do mm. the right thing. Blah blah well, blah. Well, like Mal and. Book had an extended conversation as Book died. We mm-hmm. get nothing from Wash. His sentence is cut in half. The literal pilot of the ship repeating a line that he had, like, that that feels a little, like, emotional pornography to me. To, like, re- mm-hmm. not only, like, have him die unceremoniously, but, like, to repeat a line mm-hmm. that was just, like, you in are. In his moment of triumph. You are making that like that line was not like a meme yet or like mm-hmm. a gif yet. You made that line a gif by killing him while he delivered it. That's mm-hmm. a after cheap. he had said it multiple That's times. That's a little yeah. unearned, I will say. I would give all the money in the world if the robo sex I want to say Kirsten Dunst but it's not Kirsten Dunst this Maybe. actress is doing an exceptional job playing a robot yeah she's say. incredible like her eyes are glassy like, and still like her posture from, from Always yeah. Sunny well, it kind of does. But I don't know who it is. It kind of does look like D from but Only Andy, Sunny. Andy, find out if it's D from Only Sunny. <laughs> well, regardless, she's doing a phenomenal job of, like, yeah. playing a weird robot Barbie. It would be very, like like I said, like, it's very dark and very devoid of the humor that was, like, balance Firefly. It would do a lot for me if, this, okay. if the sex robot came to life and was then, like... I'll help you as the ghost of David Krumholtz. <laughs> there is a blonde actress named Nectar Rose who plays a character in the movie called Lenore. I don't know if Lenore is the sex bot. I'm guessing it is. But uh, Nectar Rose, I think, played the sex bot. And to Evan's point, she did do an incredible job of playing a robot. The posture, the emotionless talking, the yeah. dead stare. The incredible. kind of like vibe of David Crumholtz's whole like yeah, semantics. Yeah. Her, the, the wild thing is that her entire face was stationary except for her mouth. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there was any like uh like CGI, after effects yeah. in that. It didn't seem like there was though. It did, like it looked it looked extremely realistic. Um it just looked like she was keeping her like her entire face 
like perfectly static except for her mouth moving and it was pretty incredible love this bit with kaylee love this bit with kaylee. so good so good so horny so good and again like you kept saying that like kaylee's allowed to be horny we didn't get a ton of that and in, in really the series until the very end Love Jane's big ass gun. Zanara's nah. got a weapon. Yeah, she's got the, the fucking her. compound bow. Love that for her. Was I, it not a crossbow? I think it's no. A it's it's like a it's like a fucking compound bow. Maybe it's a recurve. I don't know much about bows. I hate but. his hair. I think his hair is so bad in this. Who he's, Mel? Yeah, he's got like oh. blonde tips in the swoop. Like it is. He does I, not have blonde tips. D- d- Listeners, get in the comments. Talk about how he's got blonde <laughs> tips. It's just kind of like woven into the hair. It's very Dolph Lundgren, and I don't like it. I think it's he's got now. some like artful highlights. I'm not seeing any frosted tips. Maybe not frosted tips, but he's definitely got. When did Mel Reynolds? Zoe pick up is these trying highlights? to suicide by Reaver here, which is the most mourning we get for Wash mm-hmm. in the yeah. movie. Jane is trying to cover her. I'm still, like, not, like, I don't know what it says about the scene or about me, but, like, I'm not, I guess, to the point. Like, I'm not, I don't feel like Wash is dead. It's not real. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. feel real. That's not, like, a bow-ass bow. That's, like, this well, is. Well, no, it's a big, weird space bow. It's, like, a side, it, it, like, I think it has more in common with a crossbow than with a compound bow. It's, like, a sideways crossbow. It is, like, a gun it's like a gun-oriented crossbow. Mal kind of morning wash with that line a little bit. But a little bit, but not enough. No, not enough. I, I... A little inconsistency with the character of the agent now, like... So we have two true believers who are going to go to town on each other now. Yeah. That's the point of this. Is yeah. They they both firmly believe that they are right in their in their cause. Ninja warrior shit. But, and I guess that like Yeah, we get some parkour here. Mm-hmm. And I guess like the truth is malleable in any belief system, but isn't like the truth will set you free kind of like the basis of many true believer kind of things. And the fact that like the, the Asian is trying to protect the public from that truth. It's oh. a little, a little bit of a uh, foam in a can there, a little bit of stuff in a can <laughs> like it's to a see that in a, in a medical sense. Space bandage. Very Star Trek. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I'm some just space foam. Some space foam is going to solve all your problems. I'm curious about the agents. Like, Oh, some bad CGI here. They're struggling with this reactor set. I do feel like the movie has way less, uh, like, Western elements than the show did, which is kind of a shame. 
Like they they well, had they had this extra budget and they poured it all exclusively into more sci-fi shit. Yeah, I, I think the bank heist is as cowboy as the movie gets, which is a little shout out to the 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 western roots. But yeah, yeah. it is way more sci-fi than cowboy. There's there's some stuff on on Haven that feels very like you know defending the final frontier and stuff like that. Mm, yeah, Haven's very cowboy. Good point, Ronnie. Good point. But to Evan's point, like you want the like you want the standoff to be very like cowboy v cowboy, and like you get hmm. that in conceptual stuff, but not <laughs> well, in the, the agent feels more samurai than cowboy. Okay. Because he's he's a man of honor. He's got a code. Um, I'm not I'm not getting as much samurai as as, but but that, go, that might be like my just ignorance of the genre a little bit. Go going back a little bit. I love the weird green needles that Kaylee got shot with. They're a little needler. Very a little, a Halo. Halo. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Love it. Love it. They looked real cool. Real scary that Kaylee's dying here. Shame that Kaylee and Simon never fuck. Just saying. Oh, and Simon gets shot. The whole crew is looking real bad right about now. I don't hate that. They need a hero to save the them. Stakes, the stakes do feel high. So and I high. appreciate it. Yeah. It is, it is like... He's asking for his bag. Oh. He left it outside, though. It does feel like... When your RPG party is just like on their final round of death saves, and like the guy who's doing the like med check is like, oh nope, they got it yeah. too. Like they need the DM to fudge some shit now yeah, though yeah, to get yeah. the, the the crew out of it. Yeah, I do like high stakes. I do like when yeah. uh, I do like w- when the main cast dies. Yeah, I do like when members of the main cast well, die. And we saw Book and Wash die, so it yeah. really does feel like anyone is up for grabs now. Yeah. yeah. Or if for me, it feels like very much like, oh, well, the, the crew is dead now. And so, like, mm-hmm. Simon dying is a surprise to me because it's like, oh, no, you've already paid your, your death toll. Like, you've mm-hmm. already done that. I think she's wearing boots. Yeah, she is she wearing, is wearing boots. shoes. But I mean, this is her big level up shit there is something to be said about boots being vaguely fetish like i don't want to like be like everything's a fetish they are black boots like boots with buckles black pretty high boots it's it's there's there's an element there where it's like eventually she's gonna have to take those boots off (laughs) i i do love how they are just beating the shit out of each other this is a great fight it is it is very reminiscent of of mal's like uh, of Nathan Fillion's and, acting earlier, where he's just like, "I'm just getting my ass." Beat. And that like, pause there, where the agent pulls out a sword and Mal has picked up a screwdriver, yeah, really drives home the fact who these people are. Oh, uh, and the agent stabbed him. And, and Mal beating him up while having the sword still fucking in him. Oh, don't pull it out. You can have, uh, uh, a little weak on the like seven sins kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I know that there was a monologue with the agent earlier with like the sins that need to be, but like having that completely absent from the death of book, mm-hmm. like I would have 
liked more drugs. I don't need the there. agent talking religious nonsense. Right, right. Like, like, like he is already like an extremist. I don't need him to also be a, a, a sub out sin person. for mistake. Like you are your error. He's a, he your cares crime, about justice. Crime. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't need Sin to be like a part of that. Oh no, he did the super punch. Mal's gonna shit himself like in hot rod. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, but he twitched Nathan... his hand. He twitched his hand. What's that mean? He's more powerful than that one guy with the tie belt loops. Oh, oh no. no. Mal is too powerful Mal for the is kidney too powerful punch. For the... Vulcan paralytic. He fucking, like, DDT'd the agent. <laughs> That's not, like... Okay, what's the explanation? Are they going to explain? He's going to give it her. Okay. Oh, because the war. Because mm-hmm. his nerves are fucked up because the war. Right. Yep, his nerves are fucked up because the war. He's just built different. Did y'all know? He, he literally is built He's different. He's built different. Hang on. Look, I know I said I was willing to forgive, like, people getting serious injuries and then shrugging them off in the next scene. Mal was run through his entire yeah. body. like For the his, second time in, like, yes. a day. He's been stabbed through his his center of mass with a sword. His whole... This should be, I'll show you a world, a world without crime. Sure. Yeah. Shouldn't, shouldn't be sin for the agent. Yeah, yeah. Especially without any referential back to like the only faith element which like again like this movie if we're well, accepting this movie on its on its face has had nothing about Mao's previous faith background mm-hmm. and, and and like the the whole thing with book of like i don't care like you don't need to believe in god just believe in something and the agent not believing in god but believing in the alliance right and mal choosing to like believe in his crew and like this truth needs to get out there of like what the alliance has done wrong. Yeah, I being think... his hell to die on. It, I, I, I feel like book Mal and the agent being these three pinnacles of like what belief can do for you. But I think that speaks to me as Evan Evans' issue in that like that believe in something means fucking nothing. Mm. It's just it's just it means nothing other than like a tool for like anything was rivers whole purpose to be a tool against the reavers to like not by a design no yeah she okay. was the, the, the she was meant to be like an espionage agent that's why she's psychic and then she also has this like super combat training mm-hmm. but like members of parliament who visited river knew about miranda which is like the trauma that like River said, like, these memories aren't mine. Sure. She, like, absorbed them yeah. from so these the, high-level members the of the classroom government. scene, is that on Miranda? No. That's that that, was, that's her actual memories. Yeah. Okay. I do love this shot of River with the axe and the sword. In a dress. Yeah, it's cool. I, I dig it's it. It's good. I don't know if it's worth her being in a dress, like, I kinda, intentionally. I kind of like a badass in a dress. I don't dislike fighting, that. But it just yeah. doesn't make a whole like, lot of sense I fucking love how fucked up Mal looks, though. With the fucked up eye. Honestly, oh, I love it. He should be more fucked up. He got fully stabbed through his entire body he with a sword. He shouldn't be standing. Everyone yeah. else is laying down, and they kind of got, like, nudged by a reaver. I gotta say, I'm disappointed by the Reavers. I, the agent like, should look more fucked up here. 
Yeah. Mel looks fucking terrible. He looks emotionally fucked up. He's got, which he, might be enough. He that, does look uh, emotionally like fucked them. up. The actor's doing a killer job, but like, give him a bruise. Who's that? Who say that? The agent. They asked the the soldiers uh, asked the agent for, "Do we have a kill order?" And he said, "Stand." Oh, okay. That wasn't okay. Maybe I, if I could. Okay. God, I love Mel's fucked up eye. I love a man covered in blood. It's sexy. It's so sexy. It's I'm very so horny hot. for a man covered in blood. Oh, they made a little. Oh no! So his we name f- is Washburn. We finally get his name, some his more. Name wasn't Wash. Wash. We talked about that in yeah, the series. I, I I looked it up. I remember. Yeah. Okay. Ob- wait, is his name? Hoburn Washburn is his name. I hate that. I love it. I, <laughs> I love hate, that he has a I dumb name. Hoburn Washburn. Is that a, cl- like, that has to be a clip from the series. I would hope that's a clip from the series so, that's on yeah. this tombstone. Love James smoking a cigar, arm in a sling. Is Zoe the new pilot? I think we're gonna see that. Okay, I don't. I don't want to like overstep. Uh, they're repainting Thanks, the logo. Inara. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag branding. Oh, <laughs> uh. I do really want to point out that oh, this movie. Kaylee and Simon. Fuck. They did it. Yay. They did the boning. Kaylee's been Yay. wanting it for so long. I hope Kaylee, Kaylee fucked a lot of Kaylee, other people Kaylee, in waiting for Simon to fuck her. Kaylee deserves some good dick. Yeah. She deser- oh, I don't know that Simon's the one to deliver it, but at least you can get it out of her system. Hey, now, so guys, you can head cannon. Of- was, uh, was Simon a virgin until now? Was he too. Dis- had to have been. He I was, don't think so. Had to have he been. fucked in medical school. No. He fucked in college. Oh, okay. Like, no, science people do. Science people are freaks. Science people are absolute freaks. I don't know. I, I think I'm firmly on the side of Simon's a virgin. Okay. Um, Simon's he, built different. Up <laughs> here. Built up different. here. Um, he definitely did not have sex with anyone while he was trying to rescue his sister. He definitely didn't have sex with anyone before med school. I think his only window was in med school, probably. I don't like this. I do. I don't. I do. Mm. He's having his moment of serenity valley. He has lost his faith. I love it. And I love that it's in the shadow of serenity, the ship don't like this shirt for zoe i don't like this shirt for zoe i agree she shouldn't be wearing pink uh i just want to say uh what i was trying to say earlier uh when uh the fucking happened uh gina torres underused yeah underused you had gina fucking torres in this movie and just underused yeah i do like that she is full military mode here like in her grief she has reverted fully to Zoe from the war, but I do like, feel like that's underused. Extra, 
extra um, uh, ammunition for she should not be wearing this like pink high collared whatever. Like, I agree, completely agree. I mean, I like the idea that she's not like quote unquote in mourning. Like traditionally, like oh, but, you like, must wear black forever. The idea was like she like, is. Yeah, I don't want her wearing reverted, black. She's but. reverted to her like military sense of duty to like cope with her grief, like her her sort of uh, like formulaic uh, like way of doing things to cope. Uh, I would think that she would be wearing something like a lot more utilitarian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her her top there was kind of sexy. Mm-hmm. So, Mal was going to pilot out, but River in the co-pilot seat has taken control and is piloting out. Uh, I don't know what I want for River moving forward. I don't know that pilot is the... Yeah, it's a weird choice considering her whole deal was like, I am so smart. I'm so smart that they made my brain a a weapon. Um, I, I think the argument could be made that she like psychically knows how to pilot just from being around Wash, but like her and Wash never really talked yeah. or bonded. She never so. showed an interest in piloting or navigation. Before now, no. Well, yeah. she didn't. She wasn't a character before now. Yeah. <laughs> That being true, like having just driven three and a half hours from Pennsylvania, I do appreciate the idea of like, I've got this big, big brain with lots of stuff to do with it. And I want to do something mindless. Yeah. Which is just fly a ship with little resistance now that we've like destroyed a lot of the Reavers and the Alliance is kind of maybe not so aggressive towards us. I do. I'm going to bring back the albatross because Mal brought it back. Yeah. I love Mal talking to an albatross, like as he pilots the ship out of a storm yeah. into space. Okay. Okay. What was that? Okay. You didn't lose your mechanic. The ship was fine. Kaylee's so what do we, charge. what do we think? Do we like the movie? <sighs> Again, I don't feel like I can give it a fair shake. That being said, I do. I did. Like it, it had a beginning, middle, and end. <laughs> I, I, like that's what, that's what they call damning with faint praise. No, no, no. <laughs> but like, I do think like it. I think that's a lot to ask for from this show, from this movie. Like that, it is not just a like a hour and a half of like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Remember when mm. that happened? Like, I think that's there is um, some value to that. Like this is a completely uninspiring response, but like the show, I thought that it was fine. Yeah. I like Which I, is, I think is a lot to add. Like what TV show that lasted a single season has a movie wrap it up? Like mm. the fact that it and is that movie a is perfectly fine. serviceable movie. Yeah. 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 I, I I to Evans like damning with faint praise by just saying it's fine. I think that is actually a huge compliment that like it is a perfectly fine movie. Mm-hmm. I will say that as a fan of the show I love the movie, but like the movie was made exactly for me. Yeah. The fact that people who did not like the show or found the show just okay can say it's a fine movie, I think it's pretty good praise. And like I said earlier, I've talked to people who have only seen the movie who are just sci-fi fans and they saw it because it was a sci-fi movie and like, yeah, I remember liking the movie. It's a good movie. I've never seen the show. I've 
like just in yeah. the movie. I think that's kind of impressive. It was uh, uh, better than some independent sci-fi movies of the same era. I think I think that's <laughs> I think that's you're trying to damn with praise there. I it think was, it's, I th- Ronnie. It was better than <laughs> Aeon Flux. <laughs> Okay, I mean, Aeon Flux is a big budget movie. Don't, yeah. don't, don't shake, don't, don't, no shake, Aeon Flux. I didn't I, like Aeon Flux. I. Uh, it was better than Ultraviolet. Th- those are the. I cannot disrespect. No, they are the same Flux movie. Well, I, uh, <laughs> um, I, I enjoyed that. I think that was a good. Um, if I can only view it in this moment as episode eleven of mm-hmm. Firefly, I think that was a good wrap up of the series. Like uh, I, I, I don't feel like I am uh have all of my questions answered. I, I feel like there are a lot of things where it's like you could have done this differently, but I feel that way about most shows. I I think like talking positives, I loved the costuming improvements. I loved the set improvements. I love how Serenity, the ship, still felt like a character throughout the movie. Like, the ship goes through an arc, just as the characters do, which is great. Mm-hmm. I think, overall, they juggled the characters really well. I think Zoe and, to some degree, Jane get the short end of the stick. Whereas, like... I think they they I think Inara also kind of gets the short end of the stick. She has a yeah. couple scenes with Mal, which are good, but like Mal, Simon, River, it's their movie. Yeah. Um, if you're really paying attention to Jane, he has kind of like an arc from where we saw him in the show. Right. But he doesn't have an arc in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I Jane has growth. Which, like, we talked about in the series, like... Growth from the show, right. not growth in the movie. We, yeah. Kind of his, like, lack of growth was kind of, like, a piece of the movie, mm-hmm. or of the series, and the series yeah. really played on that, and I, like, like that. I don't think you can really, like, continue that through to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I understand why they made him a bigger part. Um, but, yeah, they, they still... I think they they it's 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 really in a lot of ways like I said like in episode 11 it's a continuation yeah. of it's a continuation of the good things but it's also a continuation of what they struggled with which is like giving Zoe like a real job giving Jane like real dynamic growth like mm-hmm. they they like did it but didn't do it like this is not like everything's like cinematically or like narratively as it should be like there's a lot not there which is fine as an episode eleven, but if I'm viewing this as its own experience, I'm I'm struggling to like wrap this up as like, well, great flick, you did it, Joss Whedon. This yeah. is this is clearly the prelude to your experience with Avengers 2010 or whatever the hell it was. I like other things I liked. I I liked the role book played in it. I liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, the explanation for the Reavers worked for me. Yeah. I thought they looked cool. I thought they were a cool threat. As I said throughout this whole commentary, I love every scene with the agent. I think the agent fucking rules as a villain. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. He made the Alliance more scary than he the Alliance had ever been. They're very... He made them at 
in any way, shape, or form competent. And yeah. In any way, shape, or form a threat. The two by two hands of blue guys were scary and competent, and we knew they worked for the alliance, but he is them on adrenaline. Like he is And I would have liked tenfold. to see a little bit of him like whether he's in charge of that or like what whatever it is. Like the two by two hands of blue guys effectively are gone and like I, yeah no explanation for where they're at yeah I um i, I think it would have been people who are like ostensibly the people that we saw in firefly who were quote unquote the alliance are like the bumbling outer orbit mm-hmm. and the two by two hands of blue guys should have been the same level of like meticulous as the scientists who were quickly dispatched by Simon at the very beginning. I, I think the two by two hands of blue guys should have been like working for the agent. We should have seen them right. like report to him. Right. And then that would have included everyone in who had watched the show, like, oh, the agent is the scariest guy ever. Right. Because the right. scariest right. guys right. from right. the show are his yeah. lackeys. Yeah. But overall, I do think the movie works as a conclusion of the show. I don't love Wash's death. No, like, it's bad. And I, I, I think we're supposed to not love it. Like, it's supposed to, like... But it should still feel us. earned. It should still feel earned, and there should be some payoff. It is shock still. value. Right. Like, and yes. it is it is, yes. it is intended it's to be cheap. shock value. I, like... I understand what they were going for. And it, like... They were going for shock value, and it works as shock value. It is very shocking. That doesn't mean I like it. I don't. Yeah, I, I, it, it. No, I don't. I don't. There, there are a lot of ways that Wash could have gone down, mm-hmm. and one of those ways is not like in a totally like I, I had a victory. Now I'm. I'm, I'm this pilot who does the crazy. I did the Ivan. most impossible thing ever. I, I got all this, this intense, intense stuff. And then I have a victory, and then some fluke of of fate or physics takes me. Like it's just it's it's unceremonious and it's unearned and it's just not. It doesn't like Zoe having her grieving at the end doesn't like justify that. There's a lot of fan fiction for Firefly, and there's a lot of fan fiction for Serenity. Almost all of it retcons Wash's death. And I think that shows that, like, the fandom, like, the most hardcore fans are like, ooh, actually. How many people have we seen gutted through, like, impaled in this show, but they're okay? The thing that stabs Wash is like a fucking fence post. For it's sure. like a stalagmite. For yeah. sure. But I'm just saying, like, it's such like a, like... Mal gets stabbed like it, so so shortly after that, doesn't is, he? It with, is a whole, all, with a whole with a whole ass sword. It is all washed away by like, oh, good thing we didn't remove that fence post from you and Simon was able to get to you in time. Or like we see the alliance like goons coming down after, and it's like, oh, good thing the alliance doctors got to you in time. Like every well, every well, fan well, fiction well, writer yeah. hand rings it, and it's just like, uh, actually, Wash lived. By the way, his name is uh, Hoban Washburn. H O B A N. It's a little better. Washburn, yeah. Um, not good, but I, I see why he goes by Wash. Just yeah. saying. So, what was in- intended for season two? I'm just gonna run you through. 
three quick stories that were intended sure. for season two. Break I'm going to look at you like Andy. you're Joss Whedon the entire sure. time. So there is a... Squinting. There are two Firefly comics that were written. There might be more, but I left the fandom after like... I read these two. I don't remember one of them at all. Zero memory. Could not tell you what happened in it. One of them, and like both these comics were like unused scripts for season two. Okay. One of them was like the gang does a huge job, huge heist successfully. They get the biggest payout ever. And the crew goes around talking about what they would do with the money. Um, I don't remember for most of them. I think like, Book was like open my own abbot and like do missionary work and like take care of people and like you mean monastery abbot abbey abbey Abbey. sure yeah I've been drinking this whole time let's not be mean to Andy (laughs) let's be nice to Andy I know that your people don't do monasteries no yeah (laughs) (laughs) we refuse. Wash was like, I'm going to buy like a luxury cruise liner and like fly it around. I don't remember anyone else. <laughs> I, I searched the house high and low to find these comics to reread them before this. I could not find them. Um, I think Kaylee was like half sex with lots of dudes. Mal intentionally Mm -hmm. tosses the money because he doesn't want the crew to leave him. He wants to have his, I, I, if I can interject, he wants Maltown. He heard that Jane got a whole town named after him by tossing some money. And so he wants Maltown. (laughs) So Mal gets rid of the money and he's like, Oh no, we lost the money. Everyone has to stay part of the crew. Oops. And book kind of like, Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's like, I get what you did there. You want to keep the crew. Um, And that's one of the comics. I hate it. Keep going. Mm -hmm. The next one is so fucking dope. And I'm so fucking heartbroken that we didn't get this. Mal wrote a... Or not Mal. Joss (laughs) Whedon wrote a character for James Marsters. If you don't know who that is, he was Spike on Buffy... And Angel. And he is the voice of Harry Dresden from the Dresden Files audiobooks. He's kind of an asshole, but like in a charming way. On like a lot of the things he plays. Yeah. yeah. That's like his kind of typical character. I, well, I, I mean, I, from was, interviews with him, it seems like he's kind of that way in real life. Like he does seem like he's kind of an asshole, but like in a way that's like, like kind of fun. I find him very charming. Yeah. Um, he was going to play a traveling... Shakespearean actor uh, who had like a troupe of actors and they do Shakespeare plays. And he was kind of going to be like, like kind of a carny kind of a con artist, but like this, this Shakespearean actor. And he was going to like be a recurring character and interact with the crew a bunch. Mm-hmm. And like the crew was going to like keep bumping into him. And I love that idea. Like, I love the idea that they're still doing Shakespeare in Firefly Times, I love the idea of James Marsters like coming onto the show and being like a recurring character. I I think the idea of the crew having to interact with this like theater character would have been really fun. Like I I feel like Mal would have been kind of annoyed by it. 
the crew would have been really charmed by like some of the crew would have been charmed by it. I I love the idea of this like recurring plot element. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thoughts and feelings on James Marsters? I like that. I fucking love him. <laughs> he's, <laughs> like he seems. I I have listened to like three of the Dresden Files audiobooks, which he did the the narration for. He read the audiobooks for the Dresden Files. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen a couple of episodes of Buffy. I've oh. Oh, I was trying to think of what else I saw him in. He was in Runaways. He, he wasn't was Runaways. Hulu he was Runaways one of the da- series. The parents. I, was he? Which yeah. one was he? He was he, the dad. Oh, also he was in the Power Glove Kid. He, he uh, fuck. He was in um, Dragon Ball Z movie. No. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was in um fucking. He was in Torchwood. He made out with yes, he uh, was John Barrowman. Uh, he made out with John Barrowman. Yeah. Barrowin. yeah. Uh, I like. I like him a lot. Yeah, he's a good actor. <laughs> like I, he, I genuinely, um, I say this lovingly, um, uh, uh, assuming that he never listens to any of our content. I hope so. You should, um, James Mars. You got better things. You have you have a lot of things you got to work on. Get uh, to it. He seems like a douchebag. Like every yeah. every interview I've heard with him uh, sounds like he's kind of a douchebag, but like in a charming compelling way yeah like he's mm. like he's a douchebag but like you forgive him because he's just like so goddamn he's just like so goddamn fun i, I have met um, him a handful of times at cons uh i got to ask him a, a q a question at a con and i asked him uh stuff about the dresden files and uh after he answered my long elaborate question i was like can you please say the fire spell i don't remember what it is from the dresden files and he was like i fucking absolutely can and like he did his big wizard voice and he yelled the fucking latin spell for me and it was dope so he very much like drinks his own kool-aid a little bit but yeah. is but, he, but in like a way that he, he, ap- appeals to like the characters he, that he's played he's not real world famous but he is nerd famous sure. and he he seems to fully recognize that okay. and like embrace that i like some self-awareness where yeah. you're kind of a dick but the, like, shakes, like, the yeah. shakespeare like, the shakespeare storyline do you guys dig that yeah I, i'm into that i, I think there was it station 19 was a uh, hbo or a star series recently where it was like about that kind of thing like post-apocalyptic like we're just a fucking theater troupe because like the world still needs this kind of thing. Like I, I oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. There, there's definitely a lot of like ground to play with as it comes to that in a way that is not like forsooth. Like it does not need to be like that kind of like faggy. Like <laughs> I, I, I know that like Aiden loves Shakespeare yeah. and like very famously like would do Shakespeare shows just with his actor friends uh-huh. for themselves. Uh, they, As someone who loves Shakespeare, I kind of hate that Joss Whedon loves Shakespeare. He, he made but, uh, okay. uh, the he movie Much Ado About Nothing. Like, you got to get used to that. He made a full scale production, like filmed it of Much Ado About Nothing mm-hmm. with, with all of his like TV show actor friends. That's not, um, my, not not one of my like top five plays, so I feel a little better about it now. <laughs> uh, it is actually like my favorite version of Much Ado About Nothing, just because I love all the actors in it. Like he he cast it really well, but. Um, I do think Whedon would have done like some pretentious like foreshadowing of like, oh, the Shakespeare troupe is doing Romeo and Juliet and like yeah. uh, Simon and Kaylee are fighting. Yeah. You know, you know, like that sort of shit or like 
oh, he's doing Julius Caesar and Mal is having an episode where, like, no one agrees with his leadership style kind of shit. But Which like, is the kind of thing where, like, it's it's exactly what we talk about with David Krumholtz and, like, the 30, the 30 credits or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's on the nose, but also kind of, exactly. like, this character's well, not Jewish. Even, not even on the nose, but, like, kind of, like, very referential in a way that, like, Fans of quote unquote the old or the, the New Testament can kind of like get in get in on, but in a shitty way. Yeah, like, like I like there are ways where you can be referential to this source material that you're playing off of in a way that's not like so tried and so like aggressive that makes everyone who's watching be like, you didn't have to do it quite like that, mm-hmm. like. So the third thing that I know about what was intended for season two, do you guys remember in episode one of Firefly titled Serenity, part one and part two, mm-hmm. the Reavers are coming. Inara, mm-hmm. what does Inara do? The Reavers are coming. Inara. I don't remember. I mean, I, I assume she goes back to her shuttle. She's in her shuttle. Uh huh. She acts. She's like praying to a statue of Buddha. Okay. And she takes out a case, and she opens it. Oh, is she gonna do a suicide if they come on the ship? Mm-hmm. Okay, I re- yep. So she takes out a case, and there's like a needle and some weird vials. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. the implication for everyone who watched the show is that she is going to kill herself if they board the ship. Right. In season two. Big trigger warning. Big trigger warning. Uh, there was going to be an episode where the Reavers boarded the ship. She was going to do the same thing. And she was going to inject herself with the needle. And then she was going to be found ravaged in a pile of dead Reavers. And trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. The implication and then explanation was going to be that she injected herself with a poison that if anyone raped her, they would die. And that all of the Reavers raped her, and they all died. I hate it. And so she would have killed all of these Reavers with her uh, vagina. With her poisonous vagina. With her poisonous vagina. Is it toxic or poisonous? I I never can never tell the difference. But... Uh, the, so the su- <laughs> just, the I substance just... is the same. It's just the delivery method yeah. as to whether it's poisonous or venomous. <laughs> but it was going to be this whole thing where like Anara is like traumatized because she got raped by an entire ship of Reavers. But she was such a strong woman that she withstood that and she killed them all by letting There's... them rape her. And yeah. she she, she yeah. saved the crew. Yeah. And like, I fucking hate it. Every interview I've seen Josh the talk about is it, just disgusting. There's and thank God we didn't get season two because that would have been like it's Re- so Joss Whedon it like Re- reeks of him. Remember when I said the reason that uh, Firefly is so iconic is because it never got a season two, and so people could 
just like extrapolate the best possible thing out of mm-hmm. season one that they wanted and just that be the life they live. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and, and like, I, thank fucking God we never got a season two. I find the scene where she is like praying in front of her Buddha, but also like taking out the the poison to commit suicide, like really powerful. Yeah, that's and not it's a, a really powerful, well shot scene, yeah. and it like it it like informs so much about Anara that like she's this person of faith, but also practical, right? Like, and she's prepared to like do this, but also she's like believing spiritually that like she might be rescued, and then to find out that like no, actually that was foreshadowing for her rape super juice is just like gross and i don't wholly disagree with the decision to subvert that idea that like oh no anara through all of this has had so much agency like suicide was not on her mind there are so many more interesting ways to subvert that rather than being like maybe it's a drug that gives her super strength like exactly. fucking bane yeah, yeah yeah she could become a new Adrenaline, river like yeah. she, she like comes river and it's like did you have the river stuff like like you can create a parallelism there and to be like a she suits up these drugs and it gives her laser eyes to be a poisonous honeypot is like the fucking grossest Joss. thing i can imagine Joss Whedon, it's so uh, just we did. Joss it's Whedon so found this titillating. It's Joss so Whedon gross. Thought this like you know he, fe- he like he like there was some somewhere deep in his brain like this this triggered something horny for him. Um, and I like something that Evan talks about on fan fiction is good actually is like the sort of fan fiction you write and the sort of fan fiction you read. Like you, sh- you should be able to like write and read whatever you want, and just because you read something or write something or explore something through art doesn't make you a bad person. However, this is a commercial product. Though. Yeah, it's a commercial yeah. product. One, this is, a- and two, like what you write and like self-publish is very different than like what you shoot and make a crew. Yes. Do also yes, like he was subjecting actors to yes. this His like weird he- fetish. Yes, it is fully, fully different if you uh, want to explore this on your own time for free and just like. Fiddle around with these ideas. Publish your non-con fan fiction. Plumb the depths of your mind and see what kind of fucked up shit you can come up with. That's a fully, fully different thing than like writing this for a network television show Mm -hmm. and then And then going to Marina Baccarin and being like, here's what you're going to do. Compelling actors to do this while you film them. Speaking of James Marsters and like... The the fact that like season two would have given me James Marsters as a Shakespeare actor in space, which I love the idea of, but would have given me the Anara rape episode, which I would have fucking hated. Mm-hmm. The double edged sword of like wanting season two of Firefly. James Marsters has talked at length in interviews about how Joss made Spike rape Buffy and it fucked him up. Mm-hmm. And like the entire time filming it in between takes he was crying and he had to like go to therapy and deal with it because having to act that out was so horrific to him and it fucked him up and like Joss like made him do it and like it doesn't work for the character like watching that is on Buffy is one disturbing and two it doesn't make sense for Spike the character and it doesn't make sense for Buffy the character and the fact that they end up becoming a couple after that doesn't make sense 
but like clearly it was Joss's weird. He has some weird non-con fixations, and he made these actors act that out. And it it seriously like gave one of the actors like trauma that he had to work through with professional help is gross. And that like he wanted to do that on Firefly in an even like bigger, more graphic, more horrific way is just gross. It speaks Mm -hmm. to his issues with that we've we've, you know, very, very heavily discussed on like sex workers and Mm -hmm. this idea of like the things that people will do to you that they don't really have a quote unquote like agency in. And it's like, you can create this world. You can create this, this dynamic in which like, yeah, sex workers are respected because within your fantasy or within your like dark twisted reality, like the non con that you want to engage in has to be like, very respectable at the same time, but like, it's still non-con and it's still like important that it's like you have your way and someone else doesn't have it. It's, it's, well, it's, I'm it goes back to his obsession with like there, sex but, bots. Like yeah. mm-hmm. he has sex bots in dollhouse. He has sex bots in serenity. He has sex bots in Buffy. Yeah. Like he just keeps coming back to that. And it, there's sex bots in dollhouse. I haven't seen the entire like plot of Dollhouse is that these people are like sex workers, sure, and they get like different personalities and scenarios downloaded into them. Okay, I've Um, clearly never seen Dollhouse, but yeah, like they're not necessarily always sex workers. Like you might go to the Dollhouse and be like, "I want a super assassin," and then they download a super assassin program onto the like living human doll, Mm -hmm. and then they go and do that. Okay. For you, but like, I don't know. I haven't actually watched Dollhouse. Maybe I'm wrong, but that is my understanding of what Dollhouse is. Yeah, Joss Whedon. Yeah. So, like, all of the characters are basically sex bots on Dollhouse, but they're like human. Joss Whedon, stop putting your weird sex stuff in your shows. You otherwise are a perfectly competent writer, clearly. Yeah. Look, a fine, right? I, I think your explanation okay, of, of, of Firefly is when right. I say competent, it's fine. When I say competent, I mean like he can he can write a show I, effectively. I, like he, I don't want to like know, underplay the importance of Buffy his was, art. Buffy was very successful. Like I, yeah. you know, I don't want to. No, no, like, no, no, no. People like Buffy. He was he's a competent writer. Uh, he, like I'm not saying he's a he's a. I, I like, will say he is genre defining. Like yeah. yeah, like his work is really important to the progression of like how TV is made. Yeah. And like his work on Avengers 2012 is like groundbreaking. Marvel and DC have both been chasing Avengers 2012 and have not been able to recreate it or yeah. redo it. Like Avengers two sucks. Avengers Endgame and infinity War both suck. Like justice league sucked. Like they have not been able to recapture Avengers 2012, but he's a terrible garbage man. Mm-hmm. And he also keeps shoving his weird fetishes into shit. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like there, there are the like James Woods of the world, the voice of Hades, like very accomplished voice actor who is like a pretty garbage human, but like doesn't insert his garbage humanness into he d- his yeah, like, he work. He doesn't get to control like the narrative right, of what right. he's like, And there's bad example because yeah. it's like, an actor Chris, versus a Chris creator. Claremont. 
I go back to him and X-Men all the time. I'm obsessed. He puts his weird fetishes into stuff, but he has, during the Claremont run at least, he had editors reining him in, being like, that's too fetishy. Pull I, it back I, a little bit. I also want to point out that like it is still very much not the same if you are saying, like, in this comic book that exists with ink and paper... Sure, it, sure, like sure. these characters yeah. should do this fucked up thing. Yeah, that's not the same as like forcing an actor, actor sure. to yeah. do it. Absolutely, you know? you're facing, yeah. forcing to some degree an artist to draw it, but and an that's anchor still, and stuff. But sure, that's still I would say that's still a little bit different. Even and, if it, even if it, like an artist doesn't particularly like or want to draw that thing, I would say that is less impactful. Less on impactful them certainly than what than, James Marsh's experience. Yeah, and yeah. they have agency to draw it a certain way that's not going to make them as comfortable. Yes, definitely. Like but, they can, and, yeah. and like we know, like Whedon has gone on record to say that like Claremont influenced how he writes TV, and Claremont when he came back to X Men much later after what is called the Claremont Run, editors were letting him do whatever he wanted, and he was completely unleashed to do whatever weird fucked up shit he wanted, and his later X-Men work is so horny and so insane and so like off the rails. And it's not even like, it's not good anymore because he didn't have that, Mm -hmm. like those elements reining him in and Whedon reined into some degree with like Firefly is better than like later seasons, Buffy where he's not being reined in and he's making actors like act out his rape fantasies. And then Dollhouse is completely garbage and incomprehensible, and it's his most horniest work. Uh, and I, I think whatever is good that Whedon does is in spite of Whedon, not because of Whedon. Mm. Like, Disney reigning Whedon in with Avengers 2012 is why that is good. Sure. It is not because Whedon did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a weird kind of dynamic between, like, what is... I mean, maybe maybe I'm off base, but like, what is censorship versus what is like editorial review? Like, what yeah. is like your friends looking at it being like, Are "You okay, bud?" <laughs> like, yeah, I I would not really equate that with censorship. Sure, um, I think, like, but I think people would like equate like the like. Star Wars coming into Disney, Avengers like being a wholly Disney owned product, like with like, yeah, they couldn't tell the story they wanted to because mm-hmm. Disney. There, there is a whole spectrum of like actors being, or I'm sorry, not actors, of like, uh, like writers, uh, and directors being, uh, like prevented from like expressing their art. In the like in its fullest form, Lord and Miller on solo getting yeah. taken off of it and replaced mm-hmm. because a, they were too silly and too humorous. There's a there's a there's a spectrum of like uh, artists being throttled in their creative endeavors and artists being honed sure. by sure. competent editors. And like, there's ton, there's a ton of gray area in there, you know. Like, there's plenty of there's plenty of middle ground where, like, you know, some of the ideas are great, and like, some of the execution is bad, and sometimes you need somebody to step in and say, like, actually, don't do that bit, just do this bit, you know. Like, there's 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 so much there's so much nuance in there. Mm-hmm. 
But um, I think in general, it is healthy for creatives to have some kind of uh, like checks and balances in like what they're doing, like what they're putting on screen. There's a like there there's like a corporate extreme of that, and then there's like a, a, the opposite extreme, which is like worshiping creators to such an extent that they don't get criticized in any kind of way for anything they're producing for public George Lucas with the original trilogy yeah. versus George Lucas with the prequel trilogy. Um, yeah. yeah. He was too big to be reined in and it's maybe not his best work. So, I mean, like with that said, I think that the best possible version of Joss Whedon is the Joss Whedon that is uh, restrained by... Uh, like corporate interests, so he can't abuse actors. The horniest like, thing he could get in Avengers is the Black Widow BDSM like torture scene. Yeah, yeah. where she is not wearing shoes. I want to point out, <laughs> and how hypocritical of us to be not wearing shoes while we record this. This I very moment, not a show. single one of us are wearing shoes. I do have socks. I mean, I'm inside. I'm, in, I'm inside. Yeah, I'm a I'm a civilized. I do. Human. I, you're 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 a married individual. I'm and married. Your wife isn't here, so you got to right. keep those socks on. I, I do, do gotta frequently keep those socks wonder. On. No free toe picks. I do frequently wonder if I could make money on OnlyFans with my feet. You could. Your feet are very was, dexterous. Listen, oh, uh, in 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 service of not creating like a wholly new like paid thing, it's like <laughs> this Patreon could really be bringing the bucks if <laughs> we just decided content. to do it the right way. I I'm, thought about that I mean, on the way anyway. Here. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. I will say we have uh, 15 minutes left of, of recording on this uh, okay. card. <laughs> Rapid fire. What would you do after Serenity now? Like, Serenity came out in 2005. It's 18 years I, later. I want a full-on reboot. I do not want a continuation of this show. I want a, like, hard reboot from the start. Um, uh, higher budget, better writing team. Uh, similar world inspiration. Uh, some of the same characters, not necessarily played by the same actors. We minimize the river shit. I'm sorry yeah. for harping on that so much, but we minimize the river shit, and we do. Uh, I honestly, Andy, I really liked your idea of it being like an anthology series yeah. with like a few consistent characters throughout. Um, I fr- I fucking loved Fargo, like the like the. Was it HBO Fargo? Fargo? No, not Where, HBO, like, but yeah. Uh, FX. FX. FX is Fargo. Uh, I love that there was like a, a a thread. There's a thread that connects the seasons, but that they are fully different things. Truly love that idea. I'm glad you spent so much time thinking about it because I love it. That's what I would My do. My anthology series was not ex- as extreme as Fargo because mm-hmm. I would have kept the core five crew members. Sure, yeah. sure, but, sure. Yeah, yeah. but the energy. What do you got, Ronnie? Serenity. Serenity is just the through line that like mm. we we see we see very succinctly and very specifically how Firefly came to be in possession of Mal and Zoe and Wash and Kaylee and, and Jane. And like that is this ship, this Firefly class star cruiser, whatever, whatever the classification is, is like the thing. And like we, uh, I hate to like retcon more than this movie already did, but like I really liked the weirdness factor that they were going with in the finale of like River lives in this ship now. River is this ship. Like I like there being some kind of like AI component or some kind of like agency to this vessel that like keeps the inhabitants going on this like 
hey, like you're going to do your own thing and that's fine, but we're going to be like your moral compass to some degree. Like whatever, whether it's Shepherd Book, whether it's it's Mao, what, whoever is like, you, that's fine. We're that we're heading you in a direction because that was a lot of, of of fireflies. Like we're not really there was no like well we're going to um, Persephone and then we're definitely going here and then we're definitely going here. It was wherever the jobs took you. Like I think there's a level of that where it's like well it was wherever the ship was taking you. It was wherever Serenity needed to go at that point. And I think really like drilling down and playing on that. The like Mal Reynolds is just one of many captains who can be in charge of Serenity. Serenity spoke to Mal, I, I, to, at risk of like bringing up the, the bad, the bad wizard writer. The wand chooses the wizard to some degree. We're like, this ship chose Mal more than Mal fell in love with this ship. Mm-hmm. And I think that being the through line through here, like this firefly class vessel, which is like constantly talked about how like, you believe people are still flying around and fireflies like this is the piece that brings us full circle through do i have a whole lot of context to build around that no but i think that piece can kind of set up a lot of avenues for you to travel down so my season two slash reboot in 2023 if they were to bring this show back is straight up fucking treasure island and Mal is Long John Silver. He does not have. <laughs> Keep going. I'm sorry. He, he does not have a crew anymore. The crew has all left him for various reasons. Maybe some of it is like a really personal falling out. Maybe some of it is. I don't like, see why Zoe is on this ship anymore. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe some of it is just like they've moved on. Like Simon and Kaylee just have a life together now, and they're just not on mm-hmm. the ship anymore. Um. But, like, Mal, as an older, gruffer, more broken kind of man, comes across these new characters who are young, intrepid, spacefaring explorers, and he is manipulating them to try and get Serenity back. Serenity Mm. is crashed and broken Mm. somewhere. Maybe it's got a legendary treasure in it. Maybe it doesn't. But um, Maybe it does. As far as Mal tells that new fresh crew, but then when they get there, the treasure was the spaceship all along. <laughs> exactly, sort of thing. And Mal is kind of manipulating them to get to the ship. And like season one ends with them, like with Mal reuniting with Serenity. I the love ship. that. I love that. And I like the idea of like bumping into the like old crew members and like maybe they give the new characters warning of like, you can't trust this Mal character. Like he's kind of a shady dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it ends with Mal getting the ship back with these these new friends, right? And they maybe trust him, maybe don't. And then season two is about them like riding around in Serenity get together. Yeah. But that is how I would do it. I fucking love Treasure Island. I'm a sucker for Treasure Island. I was gonna say the fact that you just want to make Firefly into Black Sails is yeah. like not lost. I don't. I don't. This is different than Black Sails. But like. Why do I cosplay Beckett? It's because Beckett is Long John Silver in Star Wars. Like, why do I love fucking Treasure Planet? It's Treasure Island, but in space. Yeah. Like, do that, but with an older Nathan Fillion, gray him up, dirty him up a little bit. I think there's, there's like, to, to kind of, like, start to put a fine point on it, like, the idea that, like, 
like Evan said, like this movie is not specifically following the Western tropes that made Firefly work. Like, mm-hmm. okay, then use that movie as like a wedge point to separate from that and then go to like a do a swashbuggling yeah. place. Like these are all elements of the the world that was. Why not chase these with like I said at the beginning, knowing that all of these characters have a context for what the fuck is happening, even if it is circumstantial and what they're what they're uh, experiencing. So now that we have finished all of the on-screen Firefly material, Serenity and the show Firefly, does it work for you guys? Ooh. And I guess we could watch the documentary after this if we want to, but we're not going to. <laughs> um. I think it does. I think wholly, I don't want to spend too much time on it. Cause again, minutes left on this card. Uh, I think it, I think it does. I think it, I think we have, we have discussed the, the ups and the downs. And I think there are enough, maybe not more ups than downs, but enough ups that like worse shows have worked for me. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. It definitely does work for me. Uh, I've been the most positive out of all of us. Uh, I like spending time in this world, whether it be in the RPG or whether it be in the tabletop game or whether it be rewatching the material for the first time in like six years. But uh, it was really fun revisiting it. Uh, I don't think I'm going to spend as much time in this world as I used to when I was younger, but it was really nostalgic to come back to it Mm -hmm. for ending pending. And I'm glad we did this. Yeah, I'm glad you got to experience that, and I'm glad that I got to experience it. Kind of like, again, Evan clearly had more uh, eyes into this world than I did. Uh, Re the death of Wash, <laughs> but like, I'm I'm glad I got to. Like I said all along, I'm glad that I am watching this show now. I'm glad that I have watched the show. I'm glad that I've had this experience, and like, it helps to have uh, a shepherd along with you on your journey in these cases. Yeah, like coming back to it now, and I think I've kind of made this allusion before, but like it's it's reminiscent of hanging out with a friend from high school who you haven't hung out with since high school. And like mm-hmm. it might be nice to revisit that as an adult in your 30s, but you're not going to do that all the time. Like it's fun to go back to it and, sure. and, and feel the way you used to feel and kind of become that younger version of yourself, but you're not going to do it all the time. And it was a very fun revisit this show and these characters meant a lot to me at one point and to revisit what they meant to me is cool, but I'm older now. Hopefully I'm wiser and like there's other shit that means things to me now and Firefly doesn't. There, there's something about like old friends where like, especially in high school that can become your personality. Mm -hmm. And especially for people who were like, we're maybe a little bit closeted in high school. Like it's yeah. easy to graft your person, your friend's personality onto yourself. And now as adults who are a bit more sure of ourselves, we can say like, Oh, that's interesting. I'm certainly not going to make that my whole shit, but <laughs> like that was, that was a piece of the, of, of my life. That is, that is interesting. And I can pull from that as I need to, but that is not me. That is not my identity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, if you watched along, let us know. If you watched along with the commentary, uh, I have to imagine this has been split to some degree. But uh, thank you for for following us through this Firefly journey. We're going to do the a very strange thing, which we haven't done in almost like a calendar year. 
the fuck are we watching next? No clue. <laughs> Um, I I actually, I do know what I really want to watch next. And I feel like I shouldn't get to pick because I kind of picked this, but I think we should watch a league of our own. That's fair. That's legitimate. Isn't that two seasons? It is. It's like a season and like, uh, so it got one full season and then it got canceled and they're like, we're going to do a half season to wrap it up. But like we've done two season shows the fact that it's only getting like a partial season to like quickly wrap it up. Yeah. This show is fucking amazing. It's so fucking good guys. I haven't, I mean, it, it is very much my like whole deal with any shows that come out where I'm like, I can't watch the first season just in case it only gets one. Um, but I, I have not watched any of a league of our own. I cried multiple times watching. I need to see it. I know our friends over at Les Hangout mm-hmm. will be happy to join us. They, they we should hit them up if we can to talk yeah. about it. Uh, shout out to the the Les Hangout podcast, Ellie and uh, uh, Ellie Brigida and Lee Holmes Foster. Um, great, great creators. phenomenal show. Great yeah. creators, and if if they end up not coming on, it's not because yeah, I guess of I anything. They're just busy. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Way to put them on the spot. They're going randomly. to Croatia for a big gay field yeah. trip. They're, they got stuff They're going so cool. on. Um, why aren't we going to Croatia for a big gay field? Hey, we could have signed up trying to, to go, go with them. It was very lesbian centric, and like I don't feel. Yeah, okay, yeah, uh, I feel like they would have been uh, very, you know, like the welcoming, panel thing. Welcoming. They might have let us come. I think it's still happening. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe anyway. we can trip in. Listeners, thank you so much for following us for our Firefly uh, breakdown. Uh, catch us next time for maybe a league of their own, maybe something else. We were definitely be getting to a league of our own for sure. Uh, get us on Instagram at uh, where they may. It's this is like the first time when we're breaking free from the the Twitter, the Twitter scape. Yeah, uh, I'm still on there occasionally. I'm on there more than I should be, but it's yeah, it's getting harder and harder. I really tried to do the Threads thing. I'm I'm, I'm not, I'm not here for on. Threads. I was Fuck I was threads. on Threads very heavily I didn't for two make days. A threads, threads. Um, Blue Sky. I'm I'm all in on Blue, I like Sky. Blue Sky. I hate using a browser app for my social media, but there we are. Um. Follow us at the current time on Instagram and get on Patreon, patreon.com slash where they may. We're still putting There's up free, free content. There. Yeah. Uh, good stuff there. Follow along. There's polls. There's lots of stuff to, to follow along with. Um, Andy, how do we end these episodes? I aim to misbehave. I am a leaf on the wind. Watch me. I'm so mad about it. it I'm so, so mad about it. It's rough. Thanks, listeners. We'll, we'll, we'll see you real soon. Where they may...